Hello, fellow safety and health professional, and welcome to another podcast and a long series of podcasts based on an article in Safety and Health magazine that's all about you. When you don't know what to do, you tend to do nothing. I know that's true for me. When I'm unsure of what step to take, I tend to take no steps. Sylvia Plath, a Pulitzer Prize winning poet and author, said, Indecision and reveries are the anesthetics of constructive action. By the way, reveries, you might know what the word means. I had to look it up. It's uh, daydreaming or just not really doing anything purposeful. Indecision can also be dangerous, too, if you don't know what to do. Uh, Think of how important it is that employees are sure of the right action to take when they come upon an unexpected hazard. Indecision is also paralyzing, and it's because it doesn't give us direction. Therefore, we end up either doing nothing productive or falling for the first emotional push that sends us to do who knows what. Decisiveness, on the other hand, is a panacea a solution for irresolution. But what does it take to be decisive? Is there something practical that will help? Yes. Now, it's important to know what you want and the overall outcome of what you're trying to create because having a broad picture of your goals aligns you in a purposeful direction. So if you say, you know, I want to have this major thing happen in my life, that's important. But you also need to know what to do when day-to-day changes or emotional roadblocks divert you from your plans. Happens all the time. Well, here's a technique which has helped me be more decisive. It's the if-then process. I don't know where I learned this from, you know, throughout my readings, somehow I came upon it. Uh, It's been around for a while. Uh, It's very effective and here's how it works. First off, if you use this method, use active, not restrictive, then statements. And here's what I mean. For example, avoid this kind of phrasing. If I get angry at a family member, then I won't raise my voice. That's saying you won't do something. That's a good idea, but it's not nearly as effective if you have this if-then statement. If I get angry at a family member, then I will go to another room and take a few deep, slow breaths. See, you're, you're doing something active. You're not just inhibiting yourself from stopping to do something. Now, writing out a list of if-then statements will stick in your mind more than if you only think about them. I've done both. I've written out some, and I've also thought about them. Uh, either way, it still is helpful. Now, here are three of my if-then action statements that I actually use. One, if I don't feel like going to the fitness center, which is like half the time, I don't know why, then I will do 15 push-ups and 20 sit-ups in my living room. Now, what's interesting is sometimes when I do that, which I haven't done too many times, but a few times, I ended up going to the fitness center because I already got started up. You know, it changed my mood about working out. Number two, if I feel depressed, then I will take a walk or play my guitar. And they both work. They both help me for sure. Three, 
If I have writer's block when trying to start my safety and health article, this one, you know, for all about you, then I will just list the main points of the topic. And what's interesting is most of the time, I think almost every time when I did that, I said, all right, I can't think of what to write. Let me just put, you know, the basic topic parts in the outline. I end up writing most of the article. Here's a few more if-then statements that may help you take constructive action instead of feeling unsure of what to do. If I start to get a headache from a long meeting, then I will drink a bottle of cold water and spend a couple of minutes stretching when I get back to my office. That will definitely help your headache go away. Here's another one. If, I'll put any coworker in here who bugs you, who bothers you, starts to get me upset, then I will excuse myself and go to the restroom. And even that brief break will help you collect your emotions and thoughts. Here's another one. If I come home from work and I feel exhausted, perhaps angry, then I will sit in the driveway for a few minutes, pay attention to my emotions, and think about some of my blessings or other positive thoughts. I recommend this all the time in my talks when I deal with you know, helping employees uh, handle their negative emotions better. Stop. Before you go in the house, if you're upset, stay in your driveway for a few moments and, and do something positive. You know, if I'm upset, then do something positive in your driveway before you go in the house. And the last one, if I can't fall asleep because I'm upset or worried about something that happened at work, then I will get up and write down possible solutions. I also, when this happens to me, when I'm upset about something, who knows what it is, and I can't go to sleep, I'll get up and sometimes write out, like, go down to my office and write on my computer some solutions to it. But I also will uh, get a warm cup of herbal tea, of soothing herbal tea, or sometimes warm milk as part of this process to go back to sleep. Now, you'll never be able to have an if-then statement for everything that happens to you. Because life is uh, can be very orderly, but it can also be chaotic. But it's easy to come up with a new action once something happens that needs an if-then statement. For example, last year I had someone start my introduction. It was a pretty large audience too. I'm like 300 people maybe. Well, I was still in the back of the room greeting people when they come in and, you know, giving them cockroaches and, you know, clowning around. And the person started my introduction and I was way in the back of the room and it was a pretty long room. So I had a to hustle up to the front, I was a little bit disheveled in my mind. Uh, I was surprised he was starting. Okay, so that happened. You know, uh, the guy was new. It was the first time he's ever really introduced anybody. But now I have in my head, and I wrote this down on the plane on the way home, if the person is new to introducing speakers, and he was, then I make sure I explain to the person that I will notify him or her when to start my introduction. Uh, since that timing mishap, if you introduce me, I promise we will talk together about when to start. I will notify you when to start the introduction. Now, whether it's for emotional recovery or a technical glitch, 
Knowing what you'll do when a negative situation arises by having prepared an if-then response will go a long way to giving you direction and helping you be more decisive.